What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Girl Code Guide to Self Love. And today we have a very special guest with us, and she's none other than Liz. Hi, Liz. Do you know what we're talking about today? Yeah, we are learning how to say no together. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now you know. Previously, like literally right before this, we were just having a discussion with Patrine on the importance of self-love, self-worth, oh, nice. and how learning to say no plays a very big factor yeah. in the overall mental health of a person. Right. You need to learn how to draw yeah. boundaries. But the problem with people in the 21st century is that we tend to not want to say no or we tend to not know how to say no in a very tactful manner yeah. Yeah. and the younger we are the more prone we are to just saying yes 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 to like everything people pleasing right yeah people pleasing being yeah. a yes man regardless of whether it's work it's friendships it's relationships it's emotional physical even sexual even to your families and all these kind of things it's very very difficult to say no yeah. but what people need to know is that saying no and drawing boundaries is very important to a person's mental health. Yeah. Like I mentioned just now, there are many different kinds of boundaries. So let's start with the first one. The first one is very simple. The first one is physical boundaries. I have <laughs> friends, i give you an example. I have friends who don't like, or in Korean, they have this term called skinship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Not a lot of people like physical touches, like hugs, they might oh. not be very comfortable with. Okay. Yeah, especially like if you're talking about in a cultural context. Like when I was living in Australia, my friends tend to like to give me a hug and everything. But like in Asian context, it takes yeah. a while for a person to warm up enough to mm. give you a hug. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? So that those are the kinds of physical boundaries, examples that I can give. Do you guys have any that personal physical boundaries that you have drawn? I think for me, I also don't really like skinship. Yeah. Like even <laughs> like even with people that I am very close with. So let's say like my own family or like my in-laws. Partner? No, partner's partner fine. fine right? oh, no, the only <laughs> exception is like my husband. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I think in general, I don't really like it. I don't know why. I find it very dirty. <laughs> Sorry. I <laughs> no, I think it's I just took like a shower, man. <laughs> like I don't like random <laughs> <laughs> like people like touching yeah. me. Yeah, I think I have to get into a mood as well. <laughs> Nicole's uh, gonna hate me by the end of this. No, but I feel like in Singapore, right? Mm. I feel like girls are very touchy. I agree. Like very good friends are very touchy. I agree. <laughs> like Amanda agree. beside me. Yeah. So it's something that I was a bit shocked, you know, when I because I, I did school in, in Melbourne and so when I came back after um after high school I was like, why is everyone like calling me like babe? Why is everyone <laughs> like, like hugging so and like touching me. I, I just thought it was a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. What about yourself, Liz? I, I've, actually, I feel the same. I can mm. resonate with her. So you um, don't like to, to hug? Um, I'm okay if we are good friends. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like at least we have one or two conversations that are not so shallow. But um, opposite sex, like definitely no. Okay. Yeah. And I like my... 
like safe distance, like the one meter safe distance. <laughs> I like that. Like if you get too close, I will actually move back. So I'm sure right. you love the yeah. COVID restrictions. I love it. <laughs> I love it. One yeah. meter safe distancing. Because I, like, I, I think I have a little bit of claustrophobic, oh. just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so I like my space. Okay. Yeah, but <clears throat> uh, I don't think I have a problem with saying no to the opposite sex. But the same sex, I think maybe I'll be like, oh, like they are just being friendly. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, but do you feel that, has there ever been a case where you guys feel that you have overstepped someone else's physical boundary? Because I, don't think I so. feel like physical boundaries are not very spoken about. For you know, sure. you always like hear a very common thing about emotional boundaries yeah. and relationship boundaries yeah. and things like that. Oh, but that's true. Even physical things, are like physical boundaries are still boundaries, you know, and not a lot of people like if I first meet you right and you're like oh nice nice to meet you. oh I haven't seen you in such a long time oh yeah you tend oh. to be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but nobody really has known how to say no so because of that there are a lot of times where people will tend to overstep other people's boundaries because like oh I I, I personally am comfortable with I don't know if the person's gonna be comfortable with it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. You know, right. there's never right. this spoken conversation because nobody really mm. is very aware of physical boundaries as well. Mm. So has there ever been a time where you feel like you might have crossed someone's physical boundary based on like how they reacted? For example, if I, I give Nicole a hug right now and she just like, yeah, you know, I know like <laughs> that's her telling me no, don't give me a hug, yeah, don't yeah, touch yeah. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you first meet someone or like you've met someone a few times, but you're you guys never really had this conversation about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, no. Really? Because I don't usually initiate I that see. physical me interaction too. with someone that I I've just met. I see. Well, let's say, but if it's a good friend and like, you know, like me and you, it's fine. La. I, was, I was just exaggerating at the start. Like, if you want to hug me, it's fine. <laughs> but not too <laughs> excessively. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't think so. No. Mm. What about yourself? Me too. Exactly the same. Yeah. I don't think I'll initiate like any physical contact. Okay. <laughs> just like, okay. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> a little bit more about physical, physical boundaries. You know, we are all in social media. Yeah. Where everyone is friendly, okay. or everybody oh. tries their <laughs> very best to be friendly. Especially now, cause you know restrictions have eased. We go for events and meetings, and we f have physical meetups with sometimes clients and things like that. Mm. And they they you know approach us for like a hug and like and and things like that i personally am i'm okay with it right. I'm, I'm quite comfortable with with hugs i'm not so conscious but you know do you guys experience any of this where you like literally just met someone for the first time or like like this is the first time you guys meet and you're like oh i'm gonna head off soon bye babe and then they give you a hug Oh, yeah, yeah. I think for sure I have met those situations. But I mean, for the sake of like, <laughs> like, um, cordialship. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. It's, it's fine. But any more than that, it's have like. Have you ever raised, uh, like, oh, I'm not comfortable with that? No. Why do you no. think that is? I think because it's only a short thing. Okay. Yeah, it didn't go excessively yeah. above what I'm not comfortable with. But do you oh. think it's important for people to be able to raise that up, even if they've met someone for like the first time? 
I think if it really bothers you, you should raise it up. Mm. Yeah. So the other the other person knows like in the future not to do it. Mm. But if you are like okay with it, but just not very happy with it, like you're, you're okay with dealing with it, then <laughs> I think it's fine to just yeah. let it slide. Yeah. But sometimes you wouldn't know when, if you will ever see the person again. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very weird Bye. to raise it up. Like, um, try not to help me next time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I won't even know if I'll see you again. But do you think there's like a better way of saying like, like try or, or maybe <laughs> next time when you meet the person you can be like hi exactly <laughs> like or like initiate it like, first right? bye <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, bye and then you run away <laughs> oh okay so this is running away I thought, I thought this was saying bye to somebody I got really confused by what okay okay so how do you think a person should approach this kind of situation if let's say I don't really know if, like, for example, you mentioned, I don't really know if I'm going to see the person again. Yeah. But I know that I am not comfortable with with hugging. Yeah. How, how do you think someone should approach this matter? But um, you're going to see the person again? You, you, you might not. You may or may not. Okay, but... But I if you do, you want to make sure, uh, you want to make it known to the person that the next time you see me, please try not to give me a hug. Oh, that's hard. No, I think you <laughs> you you did it very well just now <laughs> when Amanda tried to touch you. You're like, <laughs> like <laughs> don't you think that's a little bit rude though? Like, like, try try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe without like, the facial expression. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> yeah, like I think that it's like okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> No? Is that not like a better way to say this? <laughs> I feel like this is not a very fruitful conversation. <laughs> I, I mean, if it, it were me, if it were me, I'll be like, like, oh, I'll just be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. This is not what I'm too comfortable with physically. But it was really, really lovely to meet you. But that sounds weird. Yeah, yeah I'll be like, like yeah. okay, fine. Like so you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you think there will ever be like a very like a better way to put it? I think for me, I'll just avoid this situation altogether. Me too, me too. Like, okay, let's say next time. Because the first time I meet the person, like, fine. Like, it's not that bothersome for me. So I'll just give you a hug. I'll just accept it. Okay. But the second time, if I meet the person and I'm still not comfortable with it, I would either say hi from a distance. Or like maybe I like how you reenacted. <laughs> or like maybe give a handshake. Okay. Or if it's in a bigger group setting, I will meet with other friends and then let other friends hug them first and then just say hi at the side. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like, like avoid the situation altogether. Okay. Yeah. Well, what if you have no choice but to confront it? Well, then I'll just say sorry. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I get what Nicole is trying to say. So maybe like on the first time you accept it because you don't know if you're gonna see the person again. But I think if you do see the person on the second time, you can just mention that that is not in your comfort level yeah. or your... Because I think uh, currently, as of right now, we are all very comfortable with the ability to say no. Right. Yeah. And to, to all these kind of things. Because everyone is slowly learning. Like the internet is starting to open up all these conversations about boundaries. Mm. So I think at this point of time, like if it was in the past when nobody had these kind of conversations, it might be a little bit difficult. Yeah. But now I feel like everyone's a little bit more comfortable with it. Mm. Yeah. Agree. Okay. But I think side <laughs> hug is fine though. No. Like, 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 right? Like, like, like bye. Okay. Yeah, I think just like but the, the front, front one is like oh. <laughs> where, where your chest is touching yeah, someone yeah. else's chest. Like, bye. And, and then and the I'm other under. person's chest just touching you. Then chest. her breath that is like at your ear. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't think. <laughs> nah, I'm just exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Now that we've spoken about physical boundaries, the next yeah. set of boundaries we have to address is the emotional one. Now, this is a very big category. Because mm-hmm. physical one is all about physical touch, right? Yeah. Emotional one is all about your relationships and your mental health. Yeah. So there is a few kinds. There are, sorry, grammatically wrong. There are a few kinds of emotional boundaries that you have to set. You have the friendships. You mm-hmm. have the family relationships, and then you have the work relationships in which you have to learn how to say no. Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to friendships, from a personal level, I feel that it's quite simple. Because if your friends are really close, when you say no, they're like, ah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Most of the time, they understand. Yeah. If it's acquaintance and you say no, if you have a very logical explanation for it, they will still say, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know? F- but for family, that's where it gets a little bit sticky because they're like, but we're family. Yeah, we should talk about everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even if, like, you're super uncomfortable with it. Or, like, yeah. or like, you have a family gathering and you honestly just cannot make it because you have, like, made a prior engagement or, mm. like, or like there are just things that are a little bit more important than that. There is the importance to say no, but a lot of people don't feel comfortable with saying no because of the word family. Yeah, and I guess like obligation towards the elderly. Like you feel mm. that you have to respect them. No, especially like in Asia. Yeah. I feel like family in Asia is such a big thing. Like if you're in a Western country, it's like a mindset where, oh, when you hit 18 and you graduate from high school, you're moving out. Yeah. Right? But in Asia, we don't have that kind of thing. Yeah. It's always like, oh, let me cook for you. Oh, uh, let me feed you. Oh, do you have clothes to wear and all this kind of thing. It's very, it's very overwhelmingly loving sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Have you ever had problems saying no to family? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I used to struggle with it a lot, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. Because like, I didn't know how to draw the line between what, uh, I'm responsible for and what I'm not. So mm. everything I'm just like I'm like yes, man. <coughs> so I just um say okay to every request, and then I got so burnt out. Oh gosh. Yeah. So like um, not only in terms of acts of service, in terms of like their emotional baggage as well, oh, just yes. like pour on me, and, right. I, and I'm like, am I supposed to handle it at like freaking fifteen years old? Oh, yeah. I so it's really really tough, but um. You know, there's always two sides of the coin. Like, I definitely grew a lot from it. So now, um, I know how to handle everything. That's like good. a master at handling yeah. my parents. Master. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I guess, like, for me... Especially because you have so many siblings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't have a problem saying no to my immediate family. Okay. So okay. I feel that between me and my parents and my sisters, we're very close. If I don't want to do something, I'll just tell them, nah, like, I don't want to do it. Nah. Oh, that's but really good. now that I am married, mm. there's, like, the in-law side, oh. right? Oh. And I find it very difficult to say no to yeah. them. Because, obviously, I didn't, like, grow up with them. I'm not as comfortable with them. And I feel obliged to like, you know, say yes to everything that they want or like to answer uh, to every question that they ask, even though sometimes I might not be comfortable with it. Right. Um, I just got married in Jan, so I'm still like trying to learn like yeah. how to cope with that. And I think um, like 
in the previous podcast you mentioned, you know, if you keep on saying yes to everything that you are not comfortable with, it sort of builds up and then you go like Boom. explode. You yeah. explode. Uh, I think I probably reached that point maybe a few months ago. So now I'm trying very tactfully to say no to things that I'm really not comfortable mm-hmm. about. But it's very difficult. Mm. So like, for example, sometimes they will ask like, when are you having kids? Okay. Um, uh, that's it's a okay. very difficult conversation yeah. to have sometimes. Like, it's okay if you ask it like maybe one time or like yeah. two times, okay. but if you constantly sort of bring it up, um, it gets very mm-hmm. burdensome yeah. after a while. And you sometimes don't really want to share the reasons as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it can be private. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, like questions like this mm-hmm. and like many other things as well. Like I'm still trying to to deal with it <laughs> properly. Yeah. I think I think for me it's with the extended family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because m- I grew up with a very close extended family. Like my grandma made sure that we are all super super close, and we always say we all did it for her. We all did it for her. Mm-hmm. But as in 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 the the, the the good side of it is that because I'm the only child, I feel like I grew up with cousins. They feel like siblings to me. Right. Yeah. But then the downside of it is that because they become so close, it, you feel guilty when you don't turn yeah. up for certain occasions, especially to my grandma. Mm. Because all she wants, what, what would make her truly happy is for everybody to be together. and But you know, because of COVID and everything, eventually we had to all say no because... COVID, it's just not <laughs> possible to yeah. do it. So yeah. I think after a while, we, we got a little bit more comfortable with saying no. We learned to, like, I think as a family, as a whole, to to learn yeah. to like, like, oh, if I really cannot make it, I, I really cannot make it. I yeah. simply don't have the time to make it anymore and that kind of thing. So mm. I, I feel like COVID helped. Because <laughs> yeah. you didn't need to see them. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's always, for me personally, it's always easier to say no to people that I don't really... How do, how do I put it in like a nice way? Like, n- I don't really care. Like, their opinions, oh, no. their opinions <laughs> doesn't don't affect really me. affect you. Yeah, yes, exactly. that's true. So, like, for people that I really, really hold close to my heart, it's so hard to say no to them. Oh. And I'll tend to, like, people please mm-hmm. towards them. And then I re- I, I've learned that by me, people pleasing is a form of manipulation. So mm. when I realise that, it's, like, quite mind-blowing to me. Because um, you are trying to manipulate the situation, trying to manipulate the outcome by lying like not being truthful mm-hmm. so when i learned that i was like okay yeah i gotta be truthful especially to the people that i really care about mm. yeah. i think have you guys ever been um blamed or like was it not really blamed maybe the word criticized mm-hmm. for n- for saying no to family 100 <laughs> percent for sure. <laughs> Nicole yeah. is thinking. <laughs> let, me, let me think. I th- I think for me, no. Mm. Like for my immediate family, I feel like they are very, very understanding. Oh, that's um, really amazing. I'm trying to also think of like my in-laws and extended. I think no. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that once I have the confidence to tell them that this is overstepping my boundary, they will respe- respect it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's within me to find that way to tactfully say no to people that, as Liz mm. mentioned, that I really care about, right? Because yeah. of their opinions and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that. But I don't think I've ever got criticised within my family to say, when, when I say no. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Maybe because you have always been like that. 
But yeah. if you were a people pleaser and you decide to switch suddenly, then yeah. they will start to like, hey, because why are you being like that? There's uh, that expectation yes, that exactly. you are going to turn up for yeah, them. Yeah, you know exactly. I, mean? I guess not for family, but for my... <laughs> I keep on mentioning this one, my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, like, damn. <laughs> so if I say like... Spill the tea. Yeah, so like in my previous relationship, <laughs> I talked about this in the previous <laughs> podcast <laughs> as well. But if I say no, then he would... Like manipulate me, like in your own, yeah. your words, right? Like try to make me Passive feel aggressive. aggressive. Exactly, and then like I'll be the, like, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's the kind of like okay lor, like that Yeah, you don't want, don't want, don't want, yeah, yeah. Like, cold treatment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah, mm. I think I think for me as well, I feel like I've gone through my fair share of criticism, especially because when you are young, and like you know. Family gatherings is like a habitual thing yeah. for my my entire family. So when my friends didn't get it, like my 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 close friends didn't get it, and I was like, after a while, when I was like a teenager, I keep thinking, yeah, why do I have to go every single week? If I don't go this week, I can go next week, ma. Okay, I'm just gonna go out with my friends for this week. And I told my mom, I'm just gonna go out with my friends this week. <laughs> and my mom was like. No, you can't. We have family gathering to go. Family was like, yeah, but I can go next week, right? He said, yeah, but everybody's going to be there except you. And then I'm like, okay. I can totally picture it, man. What am I going to say to counter whatever my mom said? She said, everybody's going to be there. Half, half. And I'm like, and I'm like going to be the black sheep and I don't want to be the black sheep, you know? Because you're like a child that didn't really have a mind of her own. And then like, so I was like, okay, then I'll just go for that. So I ended up going anyway. <laughs> go for the gathering. <laughs> yeah. But when was it that you realised that you had to draw these boundaries, these emotional boundaries? Because started really young, right? <laughs> With your immediate family. Like, no, no. Like, I yeah. think it, it was cultivated in a way. Like uh, Yeah, I think it was, like you said, cultivated. And also because they respect. I feel like they are very they respected me a They're lot so for many. my own decisions and I took accountability for some of the stuff that I said no to obviously okay. like oh, I would learn good. right yeah, as yeah. I grow. Yeah. Um that was for the family aspect and I guess for the relationship aspect was when I broke up with the ex again. <laughs> Wait, how long have you guys been together? <laughs> well around like two two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Um it was only after that that I realized to self-love, to mm. have emotional boundaries. Yeah. Don't waste my time over like people that, <sighs> you know, I should have met on, like stuff it's like that. It's like an epiphany. Yeah. Like why yeah. did I know you were saying just now, like yeah. why why am I like that? Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. be like that. <laughs> like I shouldn't compromise myself mm. for someone else. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Liz? When were you like when did it register to you that it's okay to say no? I think when it really became like too much for me to handle mm. with my uh Mostly parents. I mean, honestly, I love them. <laughs> of think, course, of course. Yeah, like, and I don't blame them. Like, I don't hold any grudges. But, um, you know, um, it was a really complicated situation. Nobody taught them about boundaries. Hence, mm. I, I didn't know anything about boundaries. I'm still learning, to be honest. Mm. So, uh, yeah, when it got too much, and then I started questioning. Mm. So when I started questioning, and I started learning, and then I applied it, it worked. So I kept going to that route. Mm. Yeah, so I'm really proud of my growth. Good job, Liz. Good job. You know when Good I job. learned how to say no? <laughs> when? I learned how to say no when I had a very bad like internal conflict with myself. Oh, okay. So much so that I broke down. Okay. You guys know how much I love Titan. 
Titan is yeah, not everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was this one day where like was that recent? It, quite recent. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Like, um. Oh, it was very bad. Basically, <laughs> um, you, you know how like I, I hold I hold quite an important position in a company, and mm. I take it upon myself when things happen and when things don't happen. Yeah. Mm. And and I always say I'm okay to thank, mm. like everything, but like there are times where, like. I, I lose a bit of myself right and my personal self because I'm a member of Titan right and then it came to a point of time where like how literally had to text me and say Amanda if you cannot eat it's okay I don't blame you he had to like mm-hmm. call me out for being a little <laughs> for being a little self-absorbed in bread yeah <laughs> okay and and like he was like if you really cannot then you really then you really cannot and I cannot blame you and I totally understand and yeah. then he, he sort of like like told me like like he, he because like they like I think people of like people in Titan like the staff and everything they also know that like they also know a lot of things that I do for Titan mm-hmm. and and I always take it upon myself to be very very responsible for not just my own work but a lot of their own also yeah and how are some how will it kind of tell me you know you have to realize it's n- it's not ev- not everything you have to do it on your own it's okay and then he'll have to he he literally had to had to talk to me and tell me if you if you want to say no it's okay mm-hmm. and for your boss to tell you that uh, yeah. f- in a work context it's a very big thing eh. where in the world would an employer come and tell an employee and says i mean even though he is my friend he's still my boss where in the world will an employer come and tell an employee if you cannot just say cannot? Well, I think okay. I think that's quite normal though. No, really? Yeah, I I, um. I felt so <laughs> strange about it because it's like, yes, he's my friend. Yeah, he's also my boss. But like I myself internally could not take the fact that I had to say no. Yeah, I think like mm. the emotional boundaries at work is probably very different as how you would deal with it in a personal setting. Yeah. So like let's say even for my work right now, so if. I'm in a tech sector, right? And now everyone is laying off exactly. like Meta or Twitter. So my company as well, like the employees are quite nervous. Uh, and 100%. And we're trying to like, you know, work really hard to like avoid that situation. And of course, there's going to be emotional like burnout. But I think the most important thing probably for me is like, I try to only worry about the things that I can control. Um, and I try to set very clear boundaries between work and personal life. Yes. So, for example, at dinners, I try not to look at my phone. Um, after a certain amount of time, uh, like a certain amount of time at night, I say, okay, I'm done for the day. Mm. Like, I don't want to, you know, like burn out in the long run. Because mm. obviously, career is a marathon. It's not yeah, a race, it's right? A, it's a marathon. Um, and I think like just trying to do your best but then knowing your boundaries as well is very important so like i know for you 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 are really like emotionally invested in the company yes. sometimes when i go for like media dinners with amanda right she's like always on her phone like oh <laughs> like yeah always replying texts and stuff so hopefully you know <laughs> the breakdown made you can you can tell that Nicole realize yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To touch me, but i can tell <laughs> i i i observe. you have emotional boundaries yeah but i think uh, Ever since then, I, I really, like, I, I learned to, like, okay, when it's work hours, I finish my work. I mm. finish. I do what I need to do to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And if I do have to, like, you know, set out some hours over the weekends to get those done because I did not manage to do it during my formal work, um, uh, formal work hours that is on me. Yeah. Because my job is to, my job as a producer 
is to get things done. That's what a producer does. A producer produces. Mm. <laughs> so as long as, for now, I'm like, okay, if, if I can get this done, means I can chill a little bit more. And I also learn your method. I try not to look at my phone. <laughs> on weekends yeah. but you Even, still do right <laughs> I mean we're in the social media and tech sector so if you if you yeah. use your phone it's in a way comprehensible yeah yeah okay so now that wow we have spoken about a lot of things it's been a while okay now let's talk about like the um very last step of boundaries that nobody really likes to talk about because it can get quite uncomfortable yep. and it's um, like the taboo the 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 sexual boundaries learning to say no in intimacy mm-hmm. i would say like it's not just about the 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 eh-oh, eh-oh situation but it's also about <laughs> like your first kiss yeah. how comfortable are you with holding hands how comfortable are you with hugging a partner and all those kind of thing because th- there are stages that builds up to that you know, I mean, and I feel like all of us are married. I'm trying to think about like my dating phase yeah. long time ago. Like, yeah, I can't, can't remember. Oh, really? really? <laughs> yeah. Do you still remember? I remember really clearly. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So like, mm. um, your first date with Maxie. <laughs> oh, look at her blush. <laughs> okay. So like, um, as a parent. Mm. <laughs> okay. So I feel like, um. Because now, now that I'm a mom, I feel like it's so important to talk about sexual boundaries. Actually, all three are really important. Physical, emotional, and, fe- and sexual. They are all really important. But I feel like if I have a daughter, I really emphasize about sexual boundaries because it's not being taught to me. So I don't really know. Yeah. But I'm still glad that I didn't like do anything that I really regret when mm-hmm. I was really young. So I had my first kiss at like maybe 14 yeah, it was just a pack. And then Aww. I was like, I was like saving it for our first uh, mansory kind of thing, so you know? Cute. So like he actually kissed me in two weeks. And I'm like, I, I was so sad about it. I was like, oh, I was saving it for our first one. And like, I know it sounds so <laughs> stupid, okay, but yeah. But when you're young and it's your first kiss, you want it to be special. Like, exactly. I want it to be like magical. And then, um, yeah. Um, but he didn't really cross any uh like sexual boundaries and uh there was progress after that and then i tried to say no actually i didn't try to say no i wasn't comfortable with it but i didn't say no because i was afraid that if i say no he might like he'll leave you love me a bit lesser Uh. or like leave me so um that's like uh, a type of abandonment issue that i had that i didn't know that i have so um i felt like guilt and shame after oh. that so it was really really bad and then after i felt that way i tried to communicate with him he i think he was two years older than me <clears throat> then he was like no everyone's doing it it's fine and yeah um, that's that, that right? everyone is doing it thing. because we didn't go like all the way right so yeah. he was like it's fine everyone's doing it. it's normal and but at the same time i didn't feel very comfortable with it so now looking back i could have said no and um obviously he i, I don't even like Honestly, I kind of forgot his name. <laughs> like, like if I if I said no, then like it wouldn't matter, guys. So if you want to say no, just say no. I think people that really loves you and genuinely have good intentions for you, if you say no, they will respect that. Mm. Yeah, mm. but it's it's really hard to get when you're fourteen. 
Yeah. Like really, really hard. Yeah. So because you're young and impressionable, yeah. you just want to please everybody. Yeah. I think yeah. when you're a teenager, that's just generally how mm. life works. Yeah. Like, you just want to say yes to everything. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And like, it also depends on what you want. I feel like I wanted my first kiss to be really magical. It should be magical. It shouldn't be like just whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know if we can talk about sex. Yeah, we, we can. Yeah. I also wanted my first sexual experience to be magical. So I'm I'm also really glad that I did it when I was 18. And oh. what's the legal age? 16, is it? 16 for, yeah, 16 oh, in that, Singapore. That's exactly. I, I was yeah. shocked when I found out that it's 16. I thought yeah. it was 18. Yeah. So I waited until 18. So I was like, okay, it's going to be really magical, like candles and like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Nothing like that. I was so disappointed. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I lost my virginity at 19. Uh-huh. I... So I really wanted it to be magical as well because a lot of people were like, oh, you know, like my first time was so nice, blah, blah, blah. I don't oh, know really? If they, I don't know if they were lying or not. Oh, I've never heard that. But yeah. I wanted it to be magical. I wanted it to be very magical yeah. as well. But then when it happened, I was like, wow, that's it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, mm, okay. Is this what it feels like? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> if I could turn back time now. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, it should be magical. Okay. Yeah. So now that we've talked, now that we've spoken about like the various categories of boundaries, maybe let's just give some advice on what's a good way to set boundaries. I feel like, or maybe I'll start. Mm. I feel like a, one very important way to set boundaries is being able to, like you said, phrase your words well yeah. to say no. Yeah. Because people who really, really understand you, they would accept the no for sure immediately. Like if. I would I would to tell this because listen I like we go way back right. Mm-hmm. If, I tell, if she was like, hey, can you help me? And I'm like, and I really really cannot right. I would say, I would really love to, but I really can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. because of X Y Z. Yeah, there's always a reason. You don't just say no just yeah. because you feel like saying no. Okay. Yeah. And I think in work context as well. Mm. Like I'm very fortunate to have one of my old-time friends as my boss. But not everybody has that luxury. Mm. Right. So how do you even open up that conversation to to say no? You know what I mean? How, yeah. yeah. I think like besides just phrasing the words nicely and like tactfully, I guess another advice would be to be very confident in what you believe in and be assertive. Mm. Because one downside of trying to like phrase things very nicely is that the other person might think that it's not a big deal to Take you. Take it lightly. Yeah, and then they'll be like, try to push you and then you're like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. But once you do it, you know, you go back to square one again, yeah. right? So at least know what you really um, stand for and be very assertive when that happens. Mm. Yeah. For this me, uh, I mean, I use two like techniques. <laughs> it's very strategic. So like, strategy. Um, <laughs> First one is like the sandwich theory, do you know? No. no. Oh, okay, so sandwich what? theory is like, okay, so you say something good and okay. then you, 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 you say something that you want to change and then you wrap it up with a good conclusion. It's like, okay, Amanda, you know, actually I really love working in Titan and like, I feel like it means so much to me. However, I feel like recently there's too much workload. I really care about my family. I want to spend some quality time with my parents. Do you think I can do that? Um, because if I can do that, I feel like I will, I will, I will appreciate my work so much better. <laughs> Sandwich theory, wow, guys. Wow. Can someone please give like, <laughs> this, like a cookie or like brownie points for that? Right. Nice. So this is the first one. The second one is that uh, it's for people that um, doesn't respect me. Okay. Yeah. So for example, if they touch my tie and I don't like it, mm-hmm. I'll be like, you be like, stop it, you perv. No, <laughs> no, I'll be like, why are you touching me? Yeah, like question back. 
Okay. And I just wait for their response. Or okay. like, why are you talking to me this way? Okay. Yeah. Or why are you raising your voice? Okay. Yeah, but like, look you at sound them like in you're the scolding eye. Rain. Yeah. But, uh, by the way, for those who are tuning in, Rain is her son. You yeah. Sound like yeah. You're <laughs> why are you why? touching me? <laughs> why are you doing this? But you know, some people just doesn't care mm. if like. It, they know what they are doing exactly, but they just want to do it. So mm-hmm. you really have to put them in their place. Mm. Yeah. Especially because okay. if you are a girl in a work setting, I don't know. Yeah. Because I'm in the car industry, there's a lot of males. So 100%. sometimes they are just like, you know. Very yeah, rowdy. Like, yeah, very rowdy. And they definitely, sometimes people just want to take advantage of you. So you got to mm. like, like know how to protect yeah Yeah. Yeah. drawing boundaries ultimately all comes down to i think protecting yourself and again loving yourself Mm -hmm. and i think to end off this entire podcast you just just know that everybody has a different set of boundaries Mm -hmm. something that she's comfortable with might not be something that i'm comfortable with something that liz is comfortable with might not be something that you are comfortable with and this goes for all different categories of boundaries, not just physical, mental, sexual. Anytime you feel like you have to draw a boundary, just know that it's different for everybody. And you there is no strict book or guideline mm-hmm. as to what you can or cannot do. Yep. It's really how you feel and what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And with that said, thank you, Liz, for joining us thank for this. You. Thank you. Yes. And yeah, if you guys have anything else you would like us to talk about, do let us know in the comment section down below. And that's it for the that's it for this episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. 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 bye.